to the Love Your Story podcast. This is Lori Lee, and today I am here with the Cares. Matt and Lindsay and their family, they are off on a grand adventure called 50 by 52. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you the listener ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Can you tell us a little bit about what is going on with this travel across the United States? Sure. Hi, Lori. Hi. So happy to be with you. <laughs> yeah, we are we are just about four weeks into our adventure. Um, we started our kids got out of school June second, and um, we just yeah we we grabbed them out of school on the last day and we hit the road. We've now traveled to um, Wyoming, Idaho, and we're in Montana. We're headed for North Dakota later this week. Um, our plan is to travel to all fifty states in fifty two weeks with our with our four kids. We've just begun, and so far, so good. And why are you doing this? I mean, the, the listeners have met you before once on an Instagram post, but for the most part, this is all brand new for everybody. You guys are a family that are out there putting together a year's worth of adventures, traveling across the country, and right now, I can see you sitting in your... An RV. An RV. <laughs> I forgot what it was called for a minute. Our kids, and, call, it, our kids call it a porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> and you're out there creating fun adventures all over the place. I mean, this this is a great story. So, why are you doing it? Yeah. So the idea actually for this uh, started probably. more than five years ago. Um, So I do video and television production and I've traveled to almost all 50 states doing that and several countries. And and every time I go to one of these places, I've I've just been like, oh, I would love to bring my family here. I'd love to show them. I'd love to show my kids this place. Or, you know, I've been to the Indianapolis 500 and and to the Grand Old Opry and all these different places. And I've always been like, oh, I, I would love to take my kids here. So I said something to Lindsay about we should do this. We should take our kids and, and go on a year-long road trip and we could do it as a television show. And she looked at me and she said, because our kids were little at the time, she said, you're crazy. That doesn't even sound like fun. I'd be stuck in an RV with, with these little kids and while you're out filming all day. And so then about a year ago, she said, you remember that idea that you had at where we travel all 50 states? And I said, yeah. And she goes, we should do that. And I said, you're crazy because... <laughs> By that point, I'd I'd have I'd established you know more of my my career and and more clients and that type of thing. We decided you know our kids are right at the that age where it is perfect. It's the perfect time to do this. Uh, our oldest is thirteen. Our youngest is five. And we figured that we won't have another opportunity to to do something like this before you know the rest of life gets in the way. And so we wanted to make that happen uh, now. So how many kids do you have? So we have four kids, two boys, two girls. They are all at the ages where we can still kind of 
homeschool them and not worry about losing too much ground. And they're they're very they're very smart kids and they they do very well. So I I think we'll do pretty well with the homeschooling aspect. We've already begun that really. Well, I think being out there is a whole education on its own. So you guys are out having adventures, but they're going to be seeing things. I mean, it's like a year's worth of field trips of exposure to real world experience. And aren't you creating stories or pro providing meeting up with kids from other walks of life in other states? And those kids are teaching your kids how to do whatever they do, whether it's ranch or you know whatever their talents are. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so when we decided to do the trip, um, initially we kind of thought about calling it 50 by 52 in your shoes, and then we decided just to shorten it to 50 by 52. We wanted to have our kids have just experiences that were out of their norm. Um, they've mostly just grown up, I mean, they have grown up their entire lives. They've lived in, you know, in Utah, and it's very homogenous. They have hardly any color, you know, in their schools, and I mean, there are a few kids that have some color and a few kids that have kind of diverse backgrounds, but for the most part, they're all pretty similar. So we thought it would be fun for them and for us to get to meet a bunch of different kids. So we started just brainstorming kind of different scenarios, different hobbies and talents and um, just life situations that were as diverse as possible from our kids. And then we just kind of delved into the newspapers. We got online and just tried to find stories um, in newspapers or online um, in different cities about kids that had done different things or accomplished different things or who were involved in things that were unique and diverse from, from our everyday lives. And then um, some of them we found, some of the kids we have found through family or friends, but most of them we have just um, sent Facebook messages to their parents um, and then just asked, told them, you know, what we're doing, what we're up to, and asked them if they're interested in letting us come in and just kind of shadow them, follow them for half a day. And it's been, that's been our favorite part of the trip so far. <laughs> so tell, really tell me what you found. What are these kids doing? Tell me some stories about the kids you've hooked up with already. In Idaho, we, we had two different kids that we, that we shadowed. The first one uh, was the Belf family, and they, have, they own a CrossFit gym. Their three daughters and one son all work out with them. In fact, their three daughters ended up, or two of their daughters have, have gone on to nationals doing weightlifting. And they just went, actually this last weekend, I think it was, and, and won uh, first in the nation again. Weightlifting. Cool. And the, the little girl, she's about uh, our oldest son's age, which we, you know, he was like, wow, she's my age and she, she could probably pick me up. <laughs> he was, you know, kind of laughing about that. They are just really excited about weightlifting and, and about uh, exercise. And our kids, that's something that they have never tried. They had never tried it before. And so they learned how to do a clean and jerk and they learned how to, to do a, a couple of other lifts and squats. And they were pretty excited about that. Oh my gosh. I seriously, I think about the, the great exposure of just ideas and concepts and possibilities that your kids are getting. That's a phenomenal education all its own. I'm excited for them. Yeah, they, they loved meeting these different kids. And, and before, yeah, that was in Idaho. Before Idaho, when we were in Wyoming, we met up with a ranching family, and they were completely fascinating to me. Their lifestyle is so different from ours. They, I mean, we work hard, but they manually, they just do amazing amounts of manual labor. And I mean, their son is 15, and he, he just loves work. It's just, it's part of his, um, I think it's just part of his self-concept and he really prides himself in being a hard worker. 
his mom was saying that she, you know, like forced him to come to family activities because he'd rather work. So, and that's wow. something that our, yeah, our kids, that's a very foreign concept to them. The <laughs> idea of wanting to like, you know, wanting to do manual labor over anything else. That's something they've never really, you know, been exposed to before. So that was fun. My dad grew up farming and they would bale hay and they, you know, they throw the bales all day and we hear stories of that. And you always hear if you, if you want a hard worker, you find somebody who grew up on a farm or a ranch. So that is not surprising, but I bet it's incredibly interesting to your kids to actually see this idea of hard manual labor all the time and to see somebody their own age doing it and enjoying it. That's, that's something that, you know, not everybody gets to look at. Yeah, for sure. It was fun. And yeah, their dad had been, he had done rodeo for 10 years on the road and mm. he'd broke, I mean, he'd broken like almost every bone in his body at some point or another. And so he was, you know, just kind of reliving his old glory days and telling us about, about his years on the road in the rodeo. <laughs> anyway, just really fascinating, kind, just neat people. It was fun to meet them. Oh, I bet. And so what's your favorite story so far? I know you've only been out a month, but what's your favorite thing that's happened to you? It's funny, I think, um, I kind of thought that once we got out on the road that it would be, that it would be way easier to kind of simplify and really like focus in on our kids, but it honestly feels just as complex as it did at <laughs> We, now we have to, now that we live in an RV, we have to worry about like, you know, emptying our, the sewage from our vehicle, like all these things that we, of course, you never have to worry about if you live in a home. You know, they just, uh, RV life brings different complications than you had before. So I think it's funny when I look, I was just thinking about this today, thinking back um, on our first month and my favorite, honestly, my favorite time we've had together, we bought these little glow in the dark Frisbees at the dollar store when we were in Afton, Wyoming. And we threw Frisbees out on this lawn together and the kids were just laughing so hard and we, we had the best time. And so, I mean, that's something we could have done at home. We didn't have to be in Afton, Wyoming to do that. So. I guess, I don't know, it's just those simple little times when you're with your kids and you slow everything down and you really, you know, focus on them and you're just having a great time laughing together. That's, those are the best times, so. You know, when you were saying that, it reminded me, and I don't know if I shared this story with you guys or not, but as you know, because we have discussed earlier, when I was younger and my kids were younger, we did the same thing. We sold our home and we got an RV and we traveled around through Mexico and the Western United States for six months. And we were out for adventure, for outdoor recreation adventure. That's what we wanted to do. But the one of the main things that we learned was exactly what you just said, which was, I mean, we went out looking for, you know, we were kayaking in Morro Bay and we were touring around the ruins in Mexico. And, you know, we were doing all of these fun, adventurous things. We ended up coming home back to Utah because some friends invited us to ride the White Rim Trail, and that's a 100-mile um, mountain bike ride that's over in Canyonlands National Park. And when we were all the way done with our trip, and we looked back over everything that had happened, the one adventure that we liked the most was that trip riding the White Rim Trail, and we thought, oh my gosh, we didn't have to sell everything and go travel across the world to have great adventures. They're actually just right outside your back door if you want them. It's the people you're with that matter, and the things like throwing the Frisbees and laughing, it's the small and simple things often 
and that was a really interesting thing to learn. It was after that that I wrote the Wild Weekends in Utah book because you could stay in Utah and have wild weekends and have so much fun and you didn't have to go all over the country to do it. But that story aside, I I love the process of learning in the story that you are creating. So Matt, now the spotlight's on you. Maybe, maybe the favorite story isn't something that's happened to you out there, but just your story of what's happening. You guys sold your house. You guys made this plan. You guys implemented it. That's the real story behind it all. What are your thoughts on it? Well, two things, I think. I Yes, I think the adventure of, of trying something completely different um, selling our house, selling everything that we own, <laughs> and and buying an RV, and and going off and and doing this um, has been has been a big learning experience for both of us, for all of us, really. Just to kind of think about what we really want out of out of life and out of our our family relationships, and then on top of that, the other thing that I think has stuck out to me a lot is I don't think we started this to try and like inspire people or anything like that, but every single person that I've run up, run across. So we were, we stopped to fix a, a refrigerator problem at a, at a RV shop. And I was talking to a couple of the people in the RV store about, you know, what we're doing and cause we have big stickers on the side of our RV that say 50 by 52 and follow us and you know, all that kind of stuff. And so they were asking what it was and I, you know, kind of told them and, and they were just so excited. Oh, you guys are chasing, we're going to follow you. You're chasing your dreams. That's awesome. And, and then, um, the lady, one of the ladies in the RV store just started telling me, telling me about her dream to write this book. And, and she's got three or four books that she's been writing and she wants to make them into a screenplay and she wants to, and she's just telling, she just like starts talking about all these things that she wants to do. I was like, we'll do it. Just, just start doing it. You can, I said, you, you could easily start self-publishing on Amazon right now. I mean, if you've already got the books written and, and she was showing me the artwork that she's already done and she's, and she drew the artwork herself. And I said, there's nothing holding you back. We live in an age right now where you can pretty much self-publish anything and get it out there to the masses. We're not in that place anymore where, you know, you have to go through a bunch of gatekeepers to try and, and get you know, the things that you want to share out to the world. It may take a little bit longer. Um, it may be a little bit more difficult, but you can actually do it. And it was really interesting. And then another person talking to another person and they were saying the exact same thing. Oh, I love what you guys are doing. This, that's one of my dreams. This is, and this is one of my other dreams. And then they just started telling me about their mm -hmm. dreams. So that's the thing that's been really interesting to me is that when you give, when you start living your dream, you unconsciously give other people permission to chase after their dreams and to and to live their dreams fully as well i think that's what this whole podcast episode is going to end up being about because you guys are so inspirational and we've said before on other episodes that by looking at the stories that are stopping you in your own mind like the woman you're talking about that's writing the book right the only thing that's really stopping her is not necessarily logistics it's the story she has in her mind that it's too hard or that she can't get published or that she's got to jump through this or that hoop before she does it so really once she rewrites that story and just says no i can do this and blows forward with it then she's gotten rid of the stories that are holding her back and for you guys you are a prime example of taking something that really is huge. How many people dare sell everything they own 
and you guys had some cool stuff, you know, <laughs> I've been in your house, you have cute furniture and, you know, neat things and you just sold it all because this was a vision of something you wanted to do and you're going to make it happen. And there weren't excuses of, oh, we have kids, we can't do that. You just made the whole thing this big, beautiful tie a bow on it for better or for worse. We're going to go out and have adventures. We're going to throw Frisbees and we're going to have to go get our refrigerator fixed. You know what I mean? It's still real life stuff, but you are an inspiration to show and, and make that happen. And maybe that's what this whole episode of, is about is getting rid of the stories that hold you back from, from making your dreams happen. Well, that's, that's so nice of you to call it inspirational. I assure you, if you spent a couple of days, <laughs> you would see that our life is far from inspiring. Our kids fight a lot, and Matt and I don't always get along, and we eat a lot of frozen burritos. <laughs> and, no, but I mean, it's definitely not like as dreamy as maybe people make travel out to seem, you know, living in an RV and traveling this quickly, this, you know, this far. But, but I think... Yeah, it's just like Matt was saying, like, it's just so neat to meet other people and to hear their stories. And we met a couple who's re who is running a KOA um, campground. They just started this last summer. They have two tiny little kids and they work like 14 hour days, seven days a week <laughs> running this campground. It's crazy. But I mean, honestly, so, so inspiring, such hard workers and we just, yeah, we pale in comparison to, you know, to the inspiring stories that are all around us. But, but it, this has been, you know, definitely a dream of ours to do this and it, and it hasn't been easy, but it's been really fun. So we're excited to see where it takes us from here. Hey, I think that's a story that you pale in comparison because only in your own eyes. <laughs> You know, the, the reality of our own stories don't really ever seem very heroic to us because we're the ones caught up and we, you know, we're in the dirt as well as the sunshine. And so it doesn't ever seem that Hollywood. But for the people who get to watch you do the hard stuff as well as the more Hollywood dream aspect of it, it is inspiring and it's real too. I appreciate you, Lindsay, just keeping it real. Yeah, you are in a confined space with six people and day in, day out. I mean, those are the realities of it. I remember the having to find places to empty the sewage and to fill up the water, and um, it's a whole different lifestyle. <laughs> so it, there's definitely some real life aspects to it. Um, I want to keep following yeah, sure. you guys, and I know you'll have some more adventures coming down the road. So let's check in with you, and we'll have you on another episode in a few months, and we'll check in on your latest stories because I'm sure people would like to keep following and hear what's going on, see who has killed whom <laughs> two months from now. <laughs> but for now, tell everybody how they can follow you, like where they can find you, and if they want to see your adventures, where they can watch your videos. And Sure. So we are at 50 by 5250, the number 50 by52.com, uh, or um, they can follow on Instagram at 50by52, or Facebook, 50 by 52 in your shoes or Twitter or any of the other social media aspects, um, YouTube. Yeah. You, you can, if you see us driving past, you know, honk and wave. we actually already had a couple of people. We had somebody text us a picture. They're like, look what I just saw. They were in a parking lot in, in uh, Idaho and they texted us their picture of, of in front of our RV. So I was laughing about that. But, um, and then we, we were posting the, uh, some of the, videos of, of our adventures as well on YouTube um, at 50 by 52 as well so 
Okay, well, in, in the show notes, we will have all of those with specific spellings and links and stuff. So listeners, you can go there to check out the great adventures that um, Lindsay and Matt and their kids are having, the people they're meeting, the things they're learning, awesome stories you're creating. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Lori.